Hello and welcome back to Daily Lifestyle News with the latest lifestyle stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top lifestyle stories for Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, Walgreens pharmacy employees are planning a walkout next week, and U.S. stock futures are pointing higher, signaling a return to more stable economic conditions after 18 months of a Fed policy-induced roller coaster ride. In Europe, markets are mostly positive, with London's FTSE 100 remaining flat. Major indexes in Europe, Asia, and Hong Kong's Hang Seng all ended higher, except for Hang Seng. It seems that the public is ready for a break from the frequent disruptions and the Fed's control over the economy is waning. In other news, Queen Rania of Jordan recently spoke to Christiane Amanpour about the humanitarian crisis in Gaza and the plight of Palestinians. She also discussed the role of Gershon Baskin, a prominent hostage negotiator who helped secure the release of Israeli soldier Gilad Shalit from Hamas captivity in 2011. Walid Shahid, a senior Democratic strategist, weighed in on the potential political risk of President Biden's comments about a ceasefire in Gaza, which could create a political risk for 2024. Meanwhile, a group of over 40 states has filed lawsuits against social media company Meta, formerly known as Facebook, accusing it of deliberately creating addictive products and contributing to a youth mental health crisis. The lawsuits aim to have Meta's design features deemed unlawful under state consumer protection laws, potentially resulting in significant financial penalties. The state attorneys general are also seeking drastic changes to Facebook or Instagram to make the platforms safer for young people. Next, autopsy reports have revealed that five people died in a tanker crash in central Illinois last month due to respiratory failure caused by exposure to caustic anhydrous ammonia. The crash involved a semi-truck carrying 7,500 gallons of ammonia and occurred on Highway 40 in Tutopolis, about 93 miles southeast of Springfield. The incident led to the evacuation of approximately 500 residents within a one-mile radius of the crash and resulted in health issues for those exposed to the gas. The CDC has also made updates to its recommendations for RSV drugs due to shortages. The shortage of Bebefortis has led to up to 160,000 hospitalizations in adults aged 65 and older in the United States each year. RSV particularly affects the respiratory system in older individuals, young children, and those with weakened immune systems. The CDC advises rationing the 100-milligram doses of the drug to infants between 8 and 19 months, unless they fall into certain categories deemed most vulnerable. However, the high price of the drug remains a significant barrier to ordering it. Moving on, Washington State Senator Jeff Wilson was arrested at Hong Kong International Airport for having a pistol in his carry-on luggage. Wilson has been charged with possession of an unregistered firearm and was released on bail. His hearing is scheduled for October 30th. While the weapon was not registered in Hong Kong, Wilson's license is valid in Washington State, where he holds a concealed pistol license. Meanwhile, in the world of music, Snoop Dogg, 
the rapper known for his pot smoking, once left Pharrell Williams alone with Stevie Wonder in the studio when he became too high. During the studio session, Wonder was left without direction and unable to play anything. Despite this, Snoop managed to record usable material and found it amusing that Williams, his collaborator, had never been bothered by his marijuana usage. In sports news, former teammate Dennis Rodman believes that the friendship between Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen is still salvageable, despite Pippen's apparent animosity towards Jordan. Rodman claims that the feud is nothing like their dynamic during their playing days, as he never witnessed any feuding between them while they were on the Bulls. In other news, the Washington Ballet has announced Edward Liang as its new artistic director, succeeding Julie Kent, who stepped down in June. Liang, who has choreographed five works for the DC company since 2008, will be the fourth artistic director in the company's 47-year history. He previously served as artistic director of Ballet Met in Columbus, Ohio, where he significantly increased the organization's budget and choreographed 21 works. To finish, fans of The Hunger Games can look forward to the first-ever play adaptation of the popular novel series, arriving in London in 2024. Directed by Matthew Dunster and adapted by playwright Connor McPherson, the production will focus on the first book and follow Jennifer Lawrence's character, Katniss Everdeen, as she embarks on her journey to participate in the 74th annual Hunger Games. Author Suzanne Collins expressed excitement over the collaboration and the support of McPherson and Dunster. Our top lifestyle stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts. Daily business news, daily tech news, daily science news, and daily world news. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.